Hello everybody and welcome to Tempoka Podcast. Today we're interviewing Vestida and Mr. Simpson. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about a bit about the medieval period and a bit about themselves. So first, uh, what do you enjoy about being a history teacher? Can I go first? I just like all the stories. Like history is just one big story and I like all the random anecdotes and yeah, it's yeah, just storytelling. I, yeah, I can completely agree. I mean, it was for me, what got me into history was the stories. I had like these books that were like talking about like world's greatest disasters, these books from the 60s and 70s, like how the Titanic sunk and, you know, finding Tutankhamun's uh, tomb and did that big curse that killed all the people that found it. And it was like these kind of really interesting, curious stories that kind of were real, but also unusual or even um, kind of farcical. The amount of stuff that happens in the past that is just people making massive, stupid errors. And it makes it easier then to live in the modern world because you kind of go, oh, right. So even though they lived in the past, they still made the same stupid errors as we did. Because sometimes we think people in the past had it all together and they sorted things out because we read history in these books that are really sanitary because it's just somebody collecting all the thoughts down but you go into the day-to-day stuff it's just as farcical and ridiculous as some of the stuff you get day-to-day it just happened in the past and i kind of like that because maybe i have a really low judge of humans but i just like that in general okay just think no matter what area you are actually interested in there is something in history for you so whether you have no interest in, you know, junior cycle leaving cert curriculum or le- yeah, leaving cert curriculum, um, whether you're interested in sports or music or whatever it is, whatever you are interested in has a history. Um, yeah. Like it, it may be hard to say, but if you have a encyclopedic knowledge of Premier League results from <laughs> the early 1990s, Blackburn was at their best, you are a historian. Mm-hmm. It might not be as, you know, well known as you know British politics in the 19th century but it is history um, so you know, the person that spends their entire day watching Sky Sport News and knows everything about the Premier League they're kind of an historian in a weird way yeah what would your favourite time period be to teach um, I love teaching America after the Second World War uh, firstly well I like a lot teach a lot of different things but America after the Second World War I find really interesting because so much of our day-to-day existence today comes from what the Americans did after the Second World War uh, in media, in film, in politics, in international relations. They, in many ways, shaped the world that we have all grown up in. Um, The other purely selfish point of view is they filmed it all, which means there's great videos, documentaries, and so, again, uh, behind the mirror here, as a teacher point of view, it means that I can show interesting footage in class. I can show a side of history that like, brings it to life, colour footage, unedited, um, which you don't get to do when you talk about ancient Rome or even um, stuff in Irish history from recently because there is no video evidence and that, that that really helps bring it to life. And um, I've always had a big, big interest in American history. I did a lot of stuff in college in American history, even though I have never been there. So, yeah, probably America after the Second World War. Torchy, you need to go to Washington. Three days, you'll have the place done. No, we'll get there, we'll get there. There's there's a pandemic and I'm lazy, so pick whichever one you want to, why I haven't done it yet. (laughs) Um, I would probably say the famine. Um, When I was in college, I did a lot of Russian history and I'm still not great at it, but the other area I would have focused on was um, women and children under the care of the state in 19th and 20th century Ireland. 
and the famine is probably the only part of that that's on the course the junior cycle course um and i just think like it's local it's all around us still you can see workhouses and memorials and all that kind of thing and i just think the suffering was unbelievable just because people couldn't afford food didn't have access to food um and obviously i'm from cork and not four minutes in and i got that first cork reference in um it would be very very present in kind of the landscape of where i grew up um like my dad is from a town called skibbereen and skibbereen has um like a famine pit so about 10,000 bodies were buried in that pit um and if you go there today and you kind of walk around you'll usually see kind of bits of bones sticking out of the ground like they were people you know that's what happened in the community in the locality where I grew up um just because people couldn't afford food um so now we're going to ask you a bit about medieval period so um about what would what would the life of a woman have been like in a medieval castle terrible (laughs) very very traditional gender roles yeah so you, you are looking at um, so there's probably a couple of different people that could live in a castle. If you go to the very top of society, the lady of the castle, the on paper a member of the aristocracy, the elite, one or two percent of the top of society, and despite that they are part of that elite, within their community they are at the bottom of that elite. Their role is primarily political capital for their fathers, who they could be married to for the best political allegiance, the best, um, in, uh, the best kind of what can be best for them, not necessarily what's best for their woman, for their for their for their child and for the woman. Um, it's a business transaction. Yeah. So I think what I would say a lot is you need to get rid of the idea of marriage for love. That is a relatively recent new concept. Marriage was a business transaction. So whether it was political status or financial, it was a business transaction, and women were girls were a, a, a pawn in that. Yeah. Because, because as far as fathers were concerned, um, boys had the potential of, well, one would inherit um, and need a couple of spares because so many died in that time period as children. And then even the younger children could bring glory. Many of them, well, particularly the elite level, become military commanders. We would call them knights. Um, and that could bring extra land, that could bring extra glory, um, that could bring, you know, get you closer to the king, which is always something you want to be, um, unless he's a sociopath um, and might kill you, but for the most part you want to be close to that king. Um, for, for a woman, it just wouldn't have gone that way. And even as you go lower and lower down into society in the medieval period, you actually might find it kind of it's I- ironic. The less wealthy a woman was, sometimes they actually maybe had that little bit more freedom. Um, they might have had that little bit more of an ability, maybe even to cho- to choose a husband. Um, and the concept of possibly a marriage being made for love in the medieval period doesn't exist at the top level at all. But it might have existed at the lower levels because the same financial situation didn't really exist. Um, they could have uh, been conducted in business. They would have had a role to play within managing um, farms and things like that. And there wasn't the idea of being restricted to the home didn't really exist so much because you needed everybody in the fields growing food. If you didn't have everybody growing food, you were going to starve um, the next winter. Um, and that um, kind of really. It's almost an unimaginable social situation from our perspective. Um, and I'm, I'm not suggesting society in any way is equal now, but it was fundamentally different. The, the, the thought process that women would have achieved anything beyond very narrow things. And I 
very relevant man saying all of this <laughs> was pretty much um, unheard of, um, impossible. Your role as a woman in medieval times, especially in the castle, was to produce an heir um, and then the spare and possibly an extra spare and another spare. Um, and like if for whatever reason that didn't happen, that was the woman's fault. Um, you did have the odd exception to the rule. Was it Eleanor of Aquitaine? Eleanor of Aquitaine, she had a lot of power. Um, yeah. There are exceptions. and we, Like uh, Catherine of Medici would yeah. have effectively become the power behind the French throne for a period. Yeah. But we can talk about those women as exceptions. You know, Elizabeth I, Mary I, the, Tud- the last two Tudor monarchs. They were really exceptions. Um, yeah. To the general, to the general overwhelming, to the general overwhelming rule. But th- that is to say, there's actually real history stuff uh, going back. Right? There is a new kind of a lot of female historians now are digging back into medieval archives and looking to see, well, if women didn't have real power in terms of political power or military power, how do they exercise soft power? Which is how do they influence husbands, sons, and um, fathers in terms of bringing an influence? And, and it's interesting. It's a developing area of history, but it looks like. Unsurprisingly, probably from point of view, we've missing out an element of the story of women in the past because um, previous, primarily male historians, did not value that contribution. So it'll be interesting. We might be in 30, 40, 50 years' time as the history develops, looking back at a time where actually women, where they didn't have direct political or military power, exercised a supremely well-developed form of soft power, um, but within very narrow bands. So... Um, I'll give you an example of a woman who probably exercised too much soft power and it lost her head, which is um, 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 Anne Boleyn. She was somebody who was seen as somebody who was too influential over the king and a collection of her enemies, primarily male, um, moved against her and um, she gets her head taken off eventually. She's accused of being a witch, um, which is a great way to get rid of a woman in the past. If you're not too sure what she is, you say she's a witch, you say she's deformed and you deal with her. Mentioned Elizabeth the first, like when you look at her, like she is, you know, this great Tudor queen. She had to downplay her kind of femininity almost in the fact that, like, she, you know, married herself to the country. Um, she never got married. She didn't have children. Um, she didn't want to have kind of a male influence in her life, kind of detracting from her position. Um, and yeah like that was a decision that she deliberately made not to get married because she wanted to focus on you know, being queen of England what would the day to day life of a servant in a castle have been like um, hard work very hard work everything's physical yeah. there is no there are no tools there are no real labour saving devices everything is going to be cooked uh, prepared by hand everything is going to be cooked and cleaned by hand um I remember watching a show, this wasn't the medieval period, but about a woman cooking in the mid-19th century. Cooking a meal could take the entire day because you don't have that same level of heat you could say a developing an oven. So we can turn an oven up to 200, 200 degrees and cook a piece of meat in a couple of hours or cook something smaller in a couple of minutes. Um, food, prepara- preparing food, if you wanted to eat a meal at 5 or 6 o'clock at night at dinner time, the food would want to be on now. It's the course of 9 hour time now. You'd want to be on now 6 or 7 hours ahead of time um, and it really means that there's, um, it's almost like a monotonous, never-ending slog, and that's actually the reality of life for most people that weren't in the very elite in the pre-technological era. If we think our sl- life is a bit of a slog now, um, the great span of history, we are soft. We are very soft. 
what would it have been like if you were a prisoner in a medieval castle, stuck in the dungeon, all the torture vices? You're less than zero. Uh, capital punishment was commonplace. Common, actually quite simplistic. Yeah. Um, the idea of the regulated prison system that we have now, you go to prison, there's prison guards, there's a system, there's rule. That's what? 19th century. 19th really? century, 150 years old. Yeah. Before then, it was all local arrangements. And actually, for the most part, people didn't really go to prison. Um, if you were in prison, it was because you were either being investigated, therefore being tortured for information. That was generally considered the best way to do it. Or um, you were being punished. And that punishment usually would maybe be to ha- time in the stockade to literally just put into uh, irons and put into a time in a town hall. And basically, you became this punishment figure for the town. They threw rotten fruit at you. They hurled abuse at you. They spat at you. They did all these pretty nasty things to take out, almost become like this collective punishment thing. Um, public humiliation yeah. is seen as a deterrent. You don't want this to happen to you. Look at what will happen to you. Yeah. Um, Loss of hands for thieves, um, particularly uh, right hands would have been would have been the big thing around that because left-handedness was um, been seen as a sign of the devil mm. at the time. So you didn't want to be left-handed; you want to be right-handed. But if you take that hand away, the social stigma gets even worse. Um, there were specific punishments, or there were specific crimes that women kind of were mer- more targeted with. So Mr. Simpson already mentioned witchcraft, um, even things like sex work, gossiping, these kind of you know female activities or weaknesses or whatever you want to call it and you can't see but I'm using air quotes for all of that um, special punish- punishments for women for those things um, and and for the most part though like you'd hear of like maybe noble lords getting under periods of house arrest or long times of prison in the Tower of London for more common normal people arrested and tr- um, trial whatever that might have been stockade fine or execution prison was pretty rare to be honest with you because it you go back to the medieval period and you look at a time when there's a lot less food there's a lot less food and why would you want a prison you're a prisoner in your castle you have to feed them you have to give them water mm-hmm. kill them effort. or get rid of them uh the last one was castle defenses right castle defenses um elaborate um, really creative. Yeah, very, very creative. Design. My favourite is in some castles over the kind of gateway, there was um, kind of like a hole in the brickwork and they used to like pour stuff down onto people yeah. trying to come in. So it could be a variety of things. But it, hot tar was kind of a common hot tar, one. Hot tar one was a common one, actually. Yeah. I, I, I love this one of my great myths of history. Um, actually, I'm going to... I'm going to go to class and we're going to tell you this story because <laughs> I love telling this story. Uh, my first instance in life where I ever corrected a teacher, it was obviously a history teacher because I was a real history dweeb, as yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> and um, I remember the teacher going through castle defences and talking about people pouring hot tar across. And I put up my hand. Well, actually, miss. Um, they rarely used hot tar because tar is incredibly expensive mm. and rare. You know what they really used? They boiled up some water and mm. poured it on them because anybody that's ever burned by hot water will know that if it pours it over your head, you're out. The tar is like an optional extra. Mm. Um, for the most part, people didn't really attack castles directly because it was just difficult. Um, the, the main goal is usually siege. Who could besiege them quicker? Who would break first? Would the, would the occupants within fall down to disease or would the besiegers without fall to disease? 
Um, and it was that kind of thing of a wearing down process. I think there was once a siege, I think in the Crusades in, in, um, in uh, what was now modern day, I think it's modern day Lebanon, where the siege went on for nearly 500 days. And then eventually the, the Crusaders and the castle surrendered and the um, Arab Muslims took the castle over. And then two weeks later, they themselves exhausted and riddled with disease, were defeated by a fresh Christian army that appeared over the horizon and defeated them. So they spent a year and a half getting this castle and then um, were defeated in two weeks because they were so exhausted by the siege themselves. So it wasn't really a particularly efficient form. That's why castles were so useful. The only time um, castles become useless is when we develop gunpowder cannon fire and literally you see a big stone wall and you just blast out of the way. And that's why castles disappear because... um, cannon fire explosives get rid of it entirely and um, it, um, it's kind of one of these big things about history that's always really interesting as well is this continuous evolution people develop this stone castle it's pretty much impregnable for about two centuries and then new technology developed and the stone castle is useless and we retreat underground instead and it changes again it's always this constant evolution what we're doing now may seem like the best now but somebody in 50 years time will look at us and go you're a bunch of idiots why did you do that um, it's always that constant thing. Um, and, um, yeah, that's what kind of makes history interesting. It's always changes over and evolving, and our concept of it changes. Like, we're talking about women in history. I don't think 15 years ago, myself and Mr. would have had that conversation about women in history and had that much information on us. Um, that's really recent. Um, and we've been taught studying the Middle Ages for 500 years. Um, so, yeah. Oh, well, that is it. Thank you for listening to Temple Tower Podcast. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the Temple Kirk Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about what we should leave in 2021. So, uh, you do. Um, which one do I do first? Okay. okay. Um, guys, <laughs> no, don't press it. I swear to God. So basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about trends that we think should stay in twenty twenty one, and trends that we want to see in twenty twenty two. Yeah. So like, um, Grace, what's your opinion on colorful chunky rings? The trend <laughs> in twenty twenty one. You know, like, like you know the chunky like the chunky oh like the really fat ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about them? Um, I like them on some people. I wouldn't wear them myself, but like I love them if they're like blue. I like them. <laughs> I yeah. don't like them in red, but I like okay. them in blue. Yeah. Or maybe pink. I like them when they're like kind of clear. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I don't like the ones that are like. So what's what's the word that like? Oh, porcelain. they're like clay. They're like clay. Yeah. 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 No. What are they? Somatic sentiment. Something. We have leather jackets. I yeah, what's everyone's opinions on leather jackets? I like them. I don't like they're the crop ones. They're kind of overdone, ones. but like, they're so Yeah, nice. I like oversized mm. leather jackets. Yeah, they're yeah. nice. Yeah, I don't really like the, sh- the crop ones. Like, everyone does, but... Yeah. Yeah. You know the one that um, <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Neal has with yeah, Motel Rock? Yeah, I like yeah. The, um, the blazers. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe has it, and mm. it's, like, my favourite thing ever. I still I feel like they can be, like, out on them. Like, if people wear them, like, every day, it's just yeah. a bit, like, much. Like, with tracksuits? Yeah. No. You have to wear them right. Um... 
Cropped jeans? I don't know. Charlotte yeah. yeah. said that cute. Cropped Charlotte jeans. Said that. What are they? Yeah. Charlotte said that this is a trend, but I've never like seen like short jeans. Okay, like, I've seen it, but no three quarter one, I've never seen anyone buy yeah. yeah jeans. They're like yeah, they're like three quarter lengths, and like I see them like on like websites or like on the, like TikTok or like Pinterest and stuff. I hate. And them. they're hate so them. like like okay, yeah, I'd I'm say so. People. That was just a interruption. Rudely interrupted by Mr. Wallace. Um, like some people like them, and it's okay if you do like them. But I personally would never, ever, ever wear them. <laughs> I don't think anyone would. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're just like okay. they're just not nice. What about Air Force? Oh, Air Force, so uh, Air Force are just a closet. Yeah. I love Air Force. It's like, so I, just like, like I feel like they're just. I don't know. They're just. <laughs> oh, you're like toasty. Like, no, but it's like no, but it's like breaking up the sound. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Air Force is just a classic and they should never die. But if you're yeah. wearing like a nice outfit, I prefer like other shoes. Yeah, yeah. I like, like I'm gonna like st- I'm gonna start wearing dresses in Air Force. It's kind of like yeah, because now you have your beautiful shoes. Yeah, I got yeah, like yeah. so late to the run, but like yeah. I think yeah. Air Force Where'd are like ASOS. Oh, some these are like they're like a random like yeah, they're for like yeah. thirty. I got them for like thirty euro. Which My sister has like Doc Martens. Guys. Sorry. <laughs> 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 you can cut that. Well, that's a friend, like those, those Doc Martens. Yeah. Oh, Doc Martens, I love. Yeah. I love no, them. I love the platform Doc Martens. Yeah. Not like, yeah. I mean, also, like, I don't like seeing it. Well, like, they're nice, but, like, I've heard the platform. The ones that are, like, low cut. Yeah. Oh, my my sister has, like, what's called Steve Madden ones. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, the same, but, like, it's, like, instead of, like, the yellow, it's, like, white. White. Like, the <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hmm. Or Brooks, like, heeled ones. They're cute. Heeled boots. Yeah. Heeled boots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next thing. What about like North Face? I feel like we're going through this way too fast. Um, that's fine. Corsets? Oh. I, li- mm, I don't like them. Some over things. What's like called? Oh, you know over like t shirts and stuff. Yeah. Like shirts. I don't, I don't love really that. like that that much. I like the ones that are like a, like a corset top. Like, you know, the ones that are like literally just like straight and they're like. Oh, like I hate that. them. Like, I prefer the ones that are, like, they have, like, straps sure. on them. Yeah, they're, they're like meant top. to be tops. You know, they're Urban Outfitter ones. Yeah. 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 Ones yeah, the corset tops that are, like, actually from, like, back, like, mm-hmm. like hundred years, they're just kind of, like, they're, like, meant to be worn the with, like, the long ones. skirts yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They just, a bit, like, leave them in the past. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like, like the, like, mix between, like, a top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, wait, back. Can we go back to the Air Force? Just because we didn't, like, say anything about that. Oh, yeah, Air Force. Um. Yeah, I think. Keep it for, like, school. Yeah, or I like if you were going somewhere dirty, like dirty. <laughs> 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 no, like you don't want to ruin yeah. your shoes. Like they're just I think it's yeah. such a simple piece. They're literally like. I just feel like people need to own more shoes. Like yeah. people yeah. need to like get other shoes and that. Converse mm-hmm. are kind of like. I Air feel Force like now. yeah, I but feel they like get so dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are getting more creative with their shoes, but like yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's just the shoes. basic white yeah. like, yeah. shoes. Yeah. Like everywhere. What about we should like bring back? Bring back or bring back? It's like twenty twenty two. They Jordans out here. Bella Hadid, do you remember that? No. <laughs> awkward video I've ever seen. She's like in like a shoe shop. And oh she's my like, god, oh yeah. Oh my god, I'm Jordan's out here and it's so awkward. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> like if your homeboy pulls up. <laughs> if, your homeboy, yeah, if your homeboy pulls up with Jordan, it's like, it's quiet. It's, it's quiet. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? That's so, so funny. Um, <laughs> okay, bring back Keep in 2021. Okay, Ox. Er, bring back the I hate Ox. Bring back in you, Keep. You hate I'm sorry. That's what I was talking about like before, like saying. What if I say show. something? Like, Oak slippers are the comfiest things I've yeah. like, I'd say they are, but I hate the look of, I like... Love them. No, the small like, ones that you, you have like here are so yeah, nice. the, the, the 
the crop like shorts. Not like the long ones, like yeah, ones. Oh. and like I like the I've grey ones, but I wish I could have got black. Uh, wait, wait, how ones. long are you talking? They're like like ankle like shorts, there, see. yeah, yeah, not ankle, but like mm. they're like I hate just above these your ankle, like Converse. Yeah, they're just above your ankle. Yeah, I d- yeah, obviously I, I hate, hate these ones. Mm, no one like yeah, I like, like with the tracksuit. Sorry, with the tracksuit. So you don't like so Grace, you don't with tracksuits. I think they're like so like awful. They're so but that's like literally but just I'm me. Have you? Yeah. Did you ever own a pair? Yeah, I had them when I was younger. Yeah. Well, I like literally no. I was so unstylish when my I was younger. Like knee high converse. I'd wear <laughs> hand, yeah. I used to wear oh knee high black converse. You like literally. Oh, I remember if you had knee high converse. Oh, Uggs. Yeah, the knee high Uggs either. Yeah. You were like wait, co- knee high converse. Knee high yeah. converse. Is that like I remember? Yeah, like, in, like, was yeah. that a thing? Yeah. I thought you meant to say Uggs. No, knee high converse. What? Yeah, yeah, like, it was, like, it was like older. It was like my sister. So that was like their thing. Like, like yeah, if you had them, like you were cool. Like, it was like 2015 trends, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then you saw like, remember, remember like the thing when it was like tights with like denim shorts over, and then the knee high yeah. thing, and then like black yeah. eyeliner, and like yeah. oh my god, she's such an emo. So <laughs> she's like ginger at the same time, so it like didn't work. Can we just like cut out like all of that? Like, don't speak over each other because we're like speaking over, just like. How long will we cut out? Like a minute. Yeah, the last like, <laughs> minute, yeah. <laughs> a minute and a half, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. When we started talking about org, so we can just start to- start the old conversation again. Yeah. Bring yeah. back keep in twenty twenty two. Um. Um. Flare jeans. Streaks. <laughs> Streaks. 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 <laughs> <laughs> one of Kira's. I oh, Kira's too. Yeah. I don't wear. No, I don't want to wear those. I was kidding, and I don't want to wear um i think we should like keep flare jeans i think oh i love them yeah, yeah and so flares in general they suit like everyone yeah yeah they're so flattering yeah and you get like submission styles mm-hmm. and they're like you can casual and they're dressy enough so it's yeah, not like you're just like wearing true. leggings all and, the like, time the co- yeah. ones are nice for like casual like i literally wear them to like school yeah <laughs> yeah you've you've a uniform school no <laughs> like on a non-uniform day like i'd wear like oh. like, like your ones yeah. from Hollister. Yeah. I love them. Like, you I'm know, like, the slinky material. Like, I wouldn't wear that to no, Obviously, yeah. that's, like, dressy. But, like, they're, like, casual. Yeah. Nice. They're, like, almost, like, track My mom wears flares every day. Really? Mm. Yeah. Are they Sometimes more like the yoga ones? Like yoga flares, yeah. Your yeah. mom's so cool. Like flip flop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're five. Five. I want to Oh, what does everyone think of Euphoria? Like back in mind. Oh uh, yeah. Like last week. Back Euphoria. Love, love yeah. Euphoria. It's so good. Uh, the new episode's so loved. It's you so need don't yeah, spoil it. Have you not seen it? She's saving all the episodes to watch when they all come out. When they all come out? You're well, like, a loser. No, I'm re-watching <laughs> season one, so <laughs> then I have time oh, to, like, oh, okay. but then, like at least have two to watch. Yeah, for you. yeah, and on TikTok, like, my TikTok is already, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't even watched the first episode yet, and, like, my, my whole for you page is just... Well, I it haven't comes seen out at two AM every Monday. Yeah. So, um, but I can't like like I go to sleep at like twelve, but then it's like if I'm not asleep by like one, like I might as well stay up till mm-hmm. two to watch it and then I'm only in bed by three, so I'm just tired for the whole week for the yeah. next like, <laughs> um, two months. I haven't <laughs> seen Spider Man yet and no one spoiled it. Really? Wait, so you know, oh, I feel like it's such a no. big thing that people just don't want to spoil. Don't spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. It's like a Marvel thing. 
And that's yeah. been ages, like, so. My for you age was filled with stuff. Yeah, everyone like, said, like, like, has TikTok not spoiled it? And I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> but you haven't even seen it, like, interviews. My whole like, TikTok was, like, sorry. Andrew Garfield edits for, like, so long. I didn't even like the videos, like, I swear. <laughs> um, <laughs> you swear. Um, but, like, they've even talked about it in interviews. Have you not seen, like, that? No. no. I literally haven't seen any yeah. of it, I guess. It's really well, I'm still going to watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy in Euphoria is the guy that sings that song. Oh, I told you about this. Very so, nice you know... Labyrinth. No. um, You know you know Elliot in Euphoria? His name is, like, Dominic Fike. Oh, Dominic Fike. Yeah, yeah, he sings... Oh, wait. Okay, you know, you know the song Three Nights by Dominic Fike? It was, like, a, it's like it a was big so song in 2019. Yeah. You it know like, it, you I know I don't want to sing it, like... Wait, let me, like, turn my... Like, <laughs> Which one Okay, goes? you know... Someone sing it first, because I can't my mic. Yeah, sing it for me. Is that my mic? No. Is that my mic? Is that my mic? Is that my mic? Why is none of them me? Why am I so loud? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it down. Uh, is this my mic? Is this? Yeah, that's This is yeah. my mic. Okay. Yeah, the song. Sorry, I just don't. Yeah, the song. Three nights. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> 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 like, definitely still here. But anyway, so that's the song. The guy, the new guy in Euphoria, Elliot, he's like Dominic Fike and he sings that song. Oh. That's like all, yeah. yeah. Like there's a famous singer like in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that's exactly, cool. was, but he had that song like three nights, and I was like, I was played everywhere, and he's in Euphoria. Yeah, yeah the dress Maddie wore is like yes. 180 euro, and the gloves are like 180. She has yeah. gloves, and you know, in the oh, party with the black dress, and it's she has like gloves like on as well, and they're like so expensive. Like he always trying to buy it. You can probably get like knockoffs, like 80. Yeah, like the top I have is kind of like the same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next thing. Okay, bring back. Yeah. Uh, bring back um, cheese strings. Cheese strings. Hilo <laughs> <laughs> wants to bring Yeah, I hate cheese strings. I <laughs> love cheese strings. Hilo wants to bring one cheese. She still eats them, and yeah, it, that's she brought not one to so it. Like, <laughs> okay, that is sick. We should. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note, thank you for listening. We've started. Hi right. guys, welcome to the Temple Carrick Podcast. Today we're joined by I I don't know who. Uh, we're joined by Lil Zips, Teddy Boy, and Chrissy White. We've already interviewed Chrissy. It went quite well when you're talking about his music. And now I'm not too sure what we're going to be interviewing them about, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Stephen, you can start us okay. off. <laughs> so, Chrissy and Zips, you are both members of the 333 Collective. So, how is that ran, and what are the benefits of it? So, it's ran by me. Little Zips and NKNO and basically so basically what they do is they uh, monitor the Discord server and they also monitor the collective list so what happens is we've had a lot of faulty members in the past that I don't want to get into the controversies <laughs> of faulty <laughs> and, and we basically we decide okay who should be allowed in here who's gonna put us on the uprise and who's gonna put us down who's gonna be the people that ruin our image and who are gonna be the people who raise our image it's Steven. so this job image. is to be the final say Zips and Bo which is an L they are the two yeah, those two are the final say on who stays and who goes, but I usually put input in because they're both afraid of enforcing rules. Yeah. He's uh, not wrong. Uh, how did you, how did it get into making songs together? When did that start and who who started that? Um, uh, basically I started 
and then Bo, which is in Kano, uh, he was my producer, and he started doing vocals, and we were like, yeah, let's make a collective. And we did that in 2019. And then the first members joined up, and now we're here. And how did you get it to grow? Um, we got carried by famous people. <laughs> okay, and what he means by this is that they just expanded. They uh, linked. They found a few producers such as Shady Eight Away and Jewelry. They got in contact with them so that way they could get freebies and put them on Spotify and streaming services, which expanded their growth and their numbers, which led them to larger artists such as me and Haley and Soulfade, you know, more more well-known names in the scene. And because of that, everybody grew together. It was like there's a giant plate full of food, and we all get to eat from it now. When before, it was just Zips trying to handle a little chicken wing. It's not a COVID-friendly thing. <laughs> yeah. I do like chicken. I love, I love chicken. <laughs> so, Chrissy, how did you join 333? How did that come to happen? So, basically... I, um, I, w- I used to run an old collective called Shadow Posse, but that disbanded because some of our members weren't, like, doing anything, so we had to disband. And eventually, after a while of being solo, I said, I want to join collectives. And Zips hit me up, and he was like, hey, would you like to join mine? And then I asked for the members list. I checked some of them out, and I was like, okay, these guys are great. Yeah, I'll, I'm in. So then I had the message Bo, and Bo was like, I mean, Zips likes you, so I'll let you in. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Teddy Boy hasn't said anything yet. Um, what do you think of 333? Uh, you're not a member, but, you know. Um, my, um, my thought about 333 as, as a collective is I think over time, it definitely has things to improve upon. It definitely has things that they can support upon. But I think at the moment, 333 is a collective I can see in the future in the scene. I think a future is the scene. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they have the right people around and they film with themselves. They're, they're a group of solid people. The only problems I think are just kind of the problems that the, with people that come in eventually bring in. Yeah, um, like that dirty hand guy. Like, <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> like, like every collective has... I broke my pee. <laughs> every... All right. Look, in any collective, every collective, any group of friends, you know, they all have their issues. And I think over time, 333 will be able to sort those out, specifically with um, Bo and Andrew, which is, you know, Zip and and, and, uh, As eventually they grow as people over time, I feel like they'll become better leaders within the group and the group can definitely see a future for sure. My thoughts on it is got things to work on. But once they find out what to do with it, I think... Did you ever think of joining like, 333, Teddy? Um, no. I, I personally, I I love the people in 333. I love a lot of the people in different collectives because make specifically 333 because a lot of people in that group are my, my close friends, you know what I mean? But it's something that I wouldn't want to join because I'm involved in different collectives like Timeless Archive and those collectives and, you know, I want to focus mainly on my solo career and timeless archives before I can even think about joining any other collectives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This this uh, 
question is kind of out of pocket. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? I need a great uh, explanation. I feel like Zips would be good at answering that. I like this tree right now. You should answer first. Me? I want to be a spruce tree. Who's that? I want to be a spruce Because Christmas. Okay. That's cute, yeah. I think a Christmas yeah. tree is kind of mid. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Longa, be a Christmas tree and you're gonna like it. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I ate a um... Polish candy that tasted like a, a tree. Okay. <laughs> I, if I could be any tree, I'd be a birch tree. And the reason why is because I'm really pale. Alright, Teddy? <laughs> um, this, um, this is candy. They're called dragon trees, and I want to be one of those because they look really cool. I either that or a weeping willow. There's I see a lot of weeping. <laughs> I, I see I see a lot of weeping willows over lakes and stuff, and, and I think it looks cool. I, I, I think it could be either or. All right, who's the best Fortnite player here? Me. Teddy. Teddy. Wait, no, they're equal. They're equal. They're equal. I think it depends on the day. No, I think I'm just Teddy. So, no, you're definitely not that good. What, what you do you think comes after life? Um, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, yeah, after can't life, fault no, the man. No, nothing. No. <laughs> ghost. I want to be a ghost. Why? Why? And then I want the toaster. <laughs> what? You can haunt the what? The toaster. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but this is—he's the reason why your toast is never cooked. You put it in for ten seconds longer and it's burnt. <laughs> Haunted. Um, yeah. Zips, who are you closest with in three two three? Steven, he gives me good night kisses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. It is. Give me a good night kisses because he's a bridge. Okay, yeah. Does he give anything else more than kisses? No, 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 no. No, no he no. just gives me really good advice. <laughs> He gives me good advice on Fortnite. <laughs> He's a Fortnite gamer. Yeah. What's the best advice you've received today? Like, what's the best? You. What's the best oh, Fortnite advice um, you've received? To go into the circle. Go What's Hey Steven. Yeah. I made a song. No, 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 no. We're not going. We're not going. We're not going in this direction. No, no. We can't. We can't. Okay. You can't even show him your song anyway. Yeah, you literally can't. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Is it not? You can show him it when he gets home. Okay. Okay. Steve. Yeah. Uh, Zip. Steve, when do you get home? <laughs> what? I get home later, Zips. 
Okay. okay. Do you want to kiss when I get home? Preferably, yeah. This has gone so off track. <laughs> should I should I deafen him or? <laughs> no. Everyone gets deafened. It's we've we've done. T